You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Well, we've been talking about the Tab Eureka this, this week. It is massive. It's the world's richest harness event coming through from Menangle next month. But what about the Inner Dominion series? It's going to be huge at Albion Park. It's historic because we know that Albion Park's going to close its doors to racing, who knows, sometime early in 2025. I know they're trying to get an extension on that, but possibly March 2025. So it's going to be a bit special uh, this year. Chris Bars will be calling all the action for that Inner Dominion series where Leap to Fame is the current favourite with Tab. Good morning, Chris. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. I'll put it to you this way, Steve. If you had 50 bucks, would you be backing Leap to Fame to win the Eureka and the Inter Dominion? Absolutely. Or would I you would. be looking elsewhere? No. Back boat. Yeah. yeah. I don't. What about no. you? Oh, yeah. Leap to Fame all the way for both. Um, I, I just can't believe the price. 225 about the Eureka. I think he's got a bit on them. And uh, as far as the Inner Dominion is concerned, I, I, I think he's the horse to beat. He proved during the carnival recently that uh, he's well and truly ready for the Grand Circuit. So 250 for the Inner Dominion, 225. I'd be happy to take both. Chris, just with the Inner Dominion, just tell us more detail because I did get a call from Albion Park yesterday. They want to really promote this, get people interested in their Facebook page and their social media channels and so on as we lead into this this massive series, which kicks off very early in December, doesn't it? Yeah, we're less than four months away, Steve. So December 1 is when the series starts. We're going to kick off the series this year on a Friday night. So the series is going to be a traditional series, two weeks, three rounds of uh, heats. So we're going Friday night, Tuesday night, Saturday night, and then the final will be the following Saturday. So that's the format, December 1. The final is December 16. Uh, so we're going to have uh, three rounds of heats uh, for the Pacers. I think there's two rounds of heats for the uh, the trotters on each of the nights, so uh, a little bit of a difference there between the paces and the trotters. But if, if you want to make sure you're keeping up to date and making sure that you're getting all the very latest news, Albion Park, the Creek, uh, that that is the, the place to follow if you're on all the social media platforms. So just give them a follow, and uh, they'll keep you right up to speed as far as everything ID23 is concerned. Yes, uh, leap to fame, as you mentioned, for the pacing final, $255 about Swayze. And this is a wonderful time of year, Chris, and the thoroughbreds as well, that summer period, as we know, as we lead into Magic Millions Day at the Gold Coast. So with this happening as well, what a buzz it's going to be in south-east Queensland with the thoroughbreds and these top standard breads as well with the Inter-Dominion coming up in December. But Jared Daffy's with us to look at some of these big ones over the weekend. He's off the, uh, the, the sick bed as well. Jared, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. Yeah, I'm coming good. You all right? You're good to go? Yeah. You've got a lot of races for me to get through. We'll see how we go. <laughs> I've, put, I've put a challenge to you, that's for sure, and certain. So we, we keep mentioning in the Eureka, no real change in that market. Maybe there might be a little bit of a change given that catch away goes around tomorrow night, the lost storms going around tomorrow yeah. night. So there might just be a little tweak there with the market. The Victoria Derby market's gone up this week as well. So the lost storm is the favourite. So he might, uh, might even shorten depending on how he performs tomorrow night. So that's a new market only released earlier this week. Just on the Eureka, uh, Captain Ravishing was $5. He's right out to 9 now. So catch a wave shortened from 4 into 350 
he was 350 out to four when he lost, but uh, he's priced to win tomorrow night. So there will be some changes tomorrow night. Chris, just explain why he's eased dramatically. Is it all to do with his piece of work the other night? Yeah, I'm, I'm certain of it, Steve. Uh, it was uh, for there. It was there for everyone to see last week. Probably just didn't look uh, 100% comfortable out there with that work. He worked by himself. So, uh, and they've come out this week and said that they just haven't had uh, a smooth campaign with Captain Ravishing so far. I think he's been at the Water Walker this week. They're hopeful that he might be able to do some work between races tomorrow night, but it just hasn't been ideal at this point. They've still got a little bit of time. They've got a number of weeks to get him absolutely spot on so um you wouldn't rule him out just yet but i think that betting move or that betting drift is fairly significant following what happened last friday night yeah, well what's that trial if he gets to the trial in a few weeks time yeah absolutely most important and maybe leap to fame starts again next week so he might even shorten depending on how he performs uh next week so they're hopeful that they'll get a start next week before they head down so if he doesn't get a run next week That'll be it. There won't be another start anywhere else. So they'll just go into the race fresh following his win last week. So that's the, the latest there with the Eureka. We've got a huge night at Bendigo tonight, Jared. Nutrient uh, Equine Classic Finals, two and three-year-olds, Pacers, Trotters. There's a heap of features, eight in total. We'll start with race two. This is the three-year-old trotting uh, fillies. And we've got uh, a race in two, maybe three. Tradey Lady for Emma Stewart, $2. Belle Nige for Anton Galino, $2.20. And the only other runner given a chance here is Sister Everista at $5. When the market went up, Belle Nige and Tradey Lady were $2.20 each of two. So obviously it's into $2, Tradey Lady. Belle Nige uh, still at $2.20. There's been a little bit of money for the Sister Everista. It opened at $7.50. It's into $5. But the heavy duty stuff clearly with number 11 there, Tradey Lady. Okay, so a good move for Tradie Lady. The three-year-old Colts and Geldings go around in race three. The locomotive is the favourite. We spoke with Nathan Jack yesterday. He's uh, he's going to be aggressive here. Second up, so two dollars. Next in betting, three dollars. Prince of Rock, three seventy. Basilica. This has been the quietest of uh, of the races that we had up early. Uh, Basilica, three forty out to three seventy. The locomotive, pretty solid at two dollars. And a bit of money for number seven, Prince of Rock, which has been three ten into three dollars, but no major moves on that race, Chris. Okay, I'm tipping it'll be the same for race four. Two-year-old pacing fillies here. Uh, this is very short. Luxa Turner, a dollar ten. Next best, eight fifty. The Sun and Moon, nine dollars. Ignite the fire. So Luxa Turner is a purely multi-action here. Yeah, that's all. Open a dollar ten hasn't moved. They haven't written. Well, they haven't backed anything to beat it. So, yeah, easy pickings there. Race four, number three, Luxa Turner. Okay, here's one that's even shorter, believe it or not. Sweet Bellerin, race number five. This is the three-year-old Phillies final. A dollar oh nine. Next best is ludicrous eight dollars. So very, very short. Sweet Bella. Yeah, we've got a few shorties in tonight, and obviously tomorrow night at Melton with those two stars going around. It opened a dollar twelve, and that's gone. It's into a dollar nine. Uh, eight dollars, uh, ludicrous. Uh, it's seven fifty out to eight, and, and those roughies. There's been nothing at all for them. So. Looks like there it's uh, Lady Amazair there, number two, Sweet Bella. Okay, race number six, two-year-old Colts and Gelding stepping out here. And the odds-on favourite is Bay of Biscay. He's beautifully bred. He's unbeaten. A dollar sixty. The big boss at two thirty, and that's just about it. So this is a good old-fashioned two-horse race here. Yeah, and the, and the move is with the favourite here, Bay of Biscay. It opened at one eighty-five. The big boss two fifteen. 
185, 175 early this morning. It's into 160 now, Bay of Biscay. And whilst that's been going on, the big boss has been 215 out to 230. So pretty well backed. Probably the best backed of those that aren't prohibitive odds, Bay of Biscay. Okay, race number seven, three-year-old Colts and Geldings, and there's Queensland interest here. The favourite is Petrarca at $1.70. Captain Hammerhead, he's at $3.40. And then we're looking at the Queensland, a sure thing captain. He's at $8 with a second row draw to overcome. Yeah, the first two in the market both shortened up. You'd very rarely see that, and subsequent to that, everything else has got right out. Petrarca opened at 180 into 170, and Captain Hammerhead was $5 uh, into 340, and it hasn't moved uh, since then either. As I said, the rest are out the gate. Oliver Dan, 7 out to 13. So two moves there for the two faves. Probably Captain Hammerhead has been uh, the best move of the, of the duo that had the market there. Okay, race number eight, two-year-old trotters here, and the uh, clear favourite is the Priestess at one dollar twenty-five. Uh, we've got Maori's Mac at four forty, eight fifty third eye. Now, this favourite, the Priestess, opened at a dollar twenty-two, got into a dollar eighteen. Again, that was multi-action. Um, there's been a bit of money for the top one here, the pole marker, third eye, 11 out to 13, back into 8.50, and that's seen the favourite get out to $1.25. Maori's Mac, there's no interest there, Chris, 4 out to 4.40, but uh, I wouldn't be alarmed by that drift for the favourite. You quite often see that when there's a sprinkling for something else in the race, so uh, $1.25, again, one for the multiplayers. All right, and race nine, the two-year-old trotting Colts and Gelding's final here. We've got Val Tino at $1.70, Val Therens at $2.70, Ewing $5. Val Tino opened at $1.65, and with support for Val Thorens, the pole marker, $3.20 into $2.70, it's out to $1.70. Ewing is unmoved at $5, but of that duo, the one and the two, Val Thorens clearly the best back there, $3.20 into $2.70. Okay, I think there is going to be a lot of multi-action with that meeting tonight at Bendigo with sure. a number of shorties. Uh, over in the west tonight, Gloucester Park, a couple of races there. We've got the Marathon Race 5. This race over the journey of 3,309 metres and the clear favourite is You're So Fine. He's returned in awesome form for Gary Hall. He's at 2.20 chasing five in a row. Next best, $5 steal the show. Six fifty Hector, seven fifty watching our coin. They've backed a couple to beat this favourite. It did open at 190 or so fine. It's out to 220. Ideal Tomato number two has been 23 into 14. And the second pick in the market, number nine, still the show, has been six into five. So I think if you like that favourite, you're so fine. Maybe keep your powder dry. You might be able to get a little bit better in the day, uh, judging by the interest in a couple behind it. Okay, race six tonight at Gloucester Park. Mayor's race here, very short price favourite. Cyclone Charlotte, a dollar thirty. Next best in the market, four dollars. Never mind the chaos. So, is it all about the favourite? Yeah, it is. Uh, there's been no market move at all there. Uh, never mind the chaos. Just edged out a little, three ninety out to four. But rock solid, Cyclone Charlotte. Okay, uh, let's focus on tomorrow night. Uh, we've got uh, Menangle with a feature, the Ranji Bill. This is race number five. The favourite is Polly Put Kettle on at three dollars, three sixty. I'm Prezi Bell, four forty about total diva, seven dollars little bliss, and seven fifty punt away. Can you give us a lead here? Well, we're dealing with pretty much a new market here because uh, B. BKSY came out and that ripped 17 cents out of the market. So basically we were dealing with a new market 
and Little Bliss has been seven. Polly put Kettle on, was three fifty beforehand. It's now into three dollars, but lining up the prices from what they were to what they are now with the scratching, probably the best backed has been on Prezi Bell, which was four eighty. It's now three sixty. Okay, down at Melton tomorrow night. It's a good program. Couple of features to focus on there. We'll start with race two, the My Lightning Blue Free for All, and this is the race that features Catch a Wave. He's a dollar thirty. 480 about better isolate. Seven dollars wears the gold, and then we're going out to much longer odds. So, are they getting around catch a wave? They are. When, when the markets first went up, and you quite often see this when there's a shorty, there's a little bit of a move for something else in the market, and it was a little move. Better isolate was five into 480. Catch a wave was a dollar thirty. That hasn't gone anywhere since. We've got a scratch in there. He's a son of a gun, which was a thirty thirty one dollar pop anyway. But now nah, pretty solid there. A dollar thirty catch a wave. Okay, the next race, race three. This is the three-year-old, and in many ways, a little bit of a dress rehearsal maybe for the Victoria Derby because you got the Lost Storm, the last start Queensland Derby winner, going up against Son of Mac. He's now based here in Australia. He's four for four. He's a runner-up in the Great Northern Derby against Merlin. So this is perhaps a good contest here, but you look at the market, $1.10, the Lost Storm, five fifty Son of Mac. So it's a race in two. Yeah, so having said that, what you just said then, Chris, Son of Mac has been 850 into 550. The Lost Storm unmoved a dollar ten. I guess the boys, uh, the bookies know that uh, you know there's going to be a lot of money going through the Lost Storm anyway. We've seen that with each and every start he's had. Some of the others that were in the market are getting right out. Doug's played a ten out to fourteen. Uh, Techie's watching eight fifty out to ten. So yeah, a bit of interest in the second pick, Son of Mac, but uh, but unmoved the favourite number nine, the Lost Storm, a dollar ten. Okay, and for those wondering why those races are so early tomorrow night, they just thought it would be better placing them early so they're not clashing with the big football matches coming through tomorrow night. That's for the AFL, not the soccer. Uh, race number six tomorrow night at Melton. This is the Trotters Cup final. Clear favourite here for Emma Stewart. This is uh, He's All Muscle, who looks very exciting. He's $1.85. Next best is Egret 370 $5 Love Gun, and then we're looking at much bigger odds. Well, the first two in the market have been small drifters. Hazel Muscle opened a dollar eighty out to a dollar eighty-five. Egret three forty out to three seventy. The one that has toughened up is clearly Love Gun. Uh, was seven, got into five fifty, and now into five dollars today. So, yes, that uh, trio. Actually, there's one down the bottom that's got a bit of money this morning. Number thirteen, Gaelic Lad, forty-one into twenty-one. But of that trio, uh, so far the best backed has been the third option, Love Gun, seven into five. All right, race seven. This is the free-for-all trot tomorrow night at Melton. The favourite is Olivici for Chris Lang, 240. Uh, next in betting, Sleepy, $5. $6 one overall. And then we're looking at $9 for both Nephew of Sunoco and Chinese Whisper. We haven't done a lot here. Uh, Olivici, the two, has been 230 out to 240. Sleepy, 480 out to five. Uh, there's a couple down the bottom that have shortened up. Yes, number eight, Bullion Harry. 15 into 13, so just a little move there. But also number nine, one overall, 8.50 into $6. That move into $6 has only happened in the last 30 or so minutes. So a bit of money there for uh, for a couple down the bottom to beat that favourite Olivici. OK, that's the Maori's idol, Trotter's free-for-all. And in the grand scheme of things, he probably doesn't get the, uh, the credit he deserves. When we talk about the all-time greats of harness racing, he's right in the conversation, isn't he? Oh, is he what? He, he, was, he was a machine, he really was. The fact that he could beat the open class paces says it all, really. It's just mind-blowing when you really yeah, start I, thinking about that. I know I've mentioned that Hamilton Cup before uh, against the paces. He won. 
and the second horse, he went over the line, the second horse was coming around the home turn, but some of his wins uh, in those trot races, he, he was unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. One of the all-time legends. Uh, building a multi, you've got a plethora tonight at Bendigo, but how are you going to make uh, this multi for the weekend? I'm going to steer clear of all of those shorties, Chris, so if the listeners want to throw any or all of them in, by all means do, because uh, they've all been really solid in the market. But just keeping away from those, got a tr little treble tonight at Bendigo with what's been backed. Race 2, number 11, Tradey Lady, 220 into $2.00. Clearly the best back, apart from all of the shorties, has been Bay of Biscay. Race 6, number 8, 185 into 165. And race 9, number 1, Val Thorens, 320 into 270. Righto, so that's all tonight at Bendigo. 2 by 11, Tradie Lady. 6 by 8, Bay of Biscay. 9 by 1, Val Thorens. You can go and get a lozenger, a cup of tea, and uh, rest up, and we'll talk again next week. Thanks, boys. See you. production manager just came in, second your voice and ad with that voice. Uh, um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. You thought it no. might sound better. I'm going for a rest. I've got a few more commitments to do yet. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Jared. So you can check out all those markets right now by going to the website, tab.com.au, and there's a heap of online futures markets up as well. Tab Eureka, Len Smith Mile, Victoria Derby, Victoria Cup, New Zealand Cup, Inter Dominion, Pacing and Trotting, and that's here in Brisbane, December 1 through 16. So look forward to with feature races if you fancy one right now you can go online and find your horse chris just with the inner dominion what happens in the years to come after albion park this year what happens uh i think the following year back in sydney and uh, then i'm not entirely sure what happens it might be just a rotation um between sydney melbourne and Queensland, I think. Right, so we could see our next one here, maybe 2026. Yes, mm. yes, very likely. So that 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 should be at Norwell if built. Mm. So this one, that's what I'm saying. In December at Albion Park, the last, last ever. Dominion ever run at that track. Yeah. So the first one was staged back in what 1972, then 1977, then 86, 93, 2001. And then we had that series 2009 at the Gold Coast, and that was the last time an Inter-Dominion was staged in Queensland. I wonder how many were run in the other direction. Uh, two. Two. Okay. Yeah, so it would be 72-77. Mm. Was it Koala King or one of those horses that won it in the early days? Uh, Stanley Rio was one, and the other one, um, Sporting Sun run third for Kevin Thomas. It'll come to me, Steve. Village Kid 186. Okay. Jack Morris 93. Yule Star 2001. Okay. So. Ryan Spice is with us. Ryan, good morning. Good morning, Chris. There, there's plenty for you this week, Andy. You're looking at Bendigo tonight. Are you looking for tomorrow night? Where are we lining up your best bets? Um, uh, yeah, let's stick with uh, the Saturday night team. Um, good racing all weekend. Kicking off tonight at Albion with the triad heats. Okay, so where do you want to mark your first best bet? Yeah, Chris, I think on Saturday night at Albion Park, race seven, number two, Bosch, now in the care of Shane Graham. Just forget he went round last week when getting pushed out of the race from three pegs when the leader folded up. Before that, he got beat ahead to Apollo Dream in really fast time. Uh, he draws two tonight, tomorrow night. He can just sit handy in the running line if he can't get over, sit close enough, and I think he'll go really close. 
Okay, so race seven, number two, Albion Park tomorrow night. Bosch, anything south of the border taking your fancy? Yeah, Chris, a couple of really big prices at Menangle that have caught my eye. Uh, race one, number 10, Firestorm Red. Will Rickson takes the drive for Jared Alchin. This fellow got transferred to Jared Alchin <clears throat> about a month ago when he's had three starts for the new connect, the new stable, two wins and a third. He's come up a huge price at $21. I think he'll start closer to half that. Okay, so there's a value tip. Race one, number 10, Firestorm Red, $21.440 the place. Tab fixed price. What else do you like? And Chris, in the free-for-all down there, another at a really big price is a former Tassie horse called The Shallows. So it's race two, number 11. James Rattray trains and drives. This will be his second start on New South Wales soil. First up, he wasn't beaten far behind Port-au-Prince in a free-for-all. It really was driver error. He probably should have either won or run second in the race. The driver turned right at the top of the lane. Camina probably uh, took the run on the inside and went really close. So out to the middle trip here, over 2300 I think it'll be right up his alley. He's currently $18 each way with Tab. Oh, i tell you what, uh, you're in, in demand uh, after this weekend of these log. Uh, race one, number 10, Firestorm Red, $21, the shallows. Race two, number 11, $18, 390 the place. So give them strength for uh, tomorrow night. So that's it. There's nothing in Melton. Uh, no, mate, we'll, we'll stay clear of Milton. But uh, just on the theme of the Eureka, not too far away now, the leap to fame, 225 with Tab. I'm super confident this horse is going to steam in the market and start closer to $1.60 than 225 um, So if you want to back the good horse, I think uh, don't hesitate. All right, we'll take the 225 now. And just for, for my benefit, just with tonight, from your viewpoint, so we've got... Those heats of the triad tonight at Albion Park, and we've got all these finals coming through for the uh, the Nutrient Series at Bendigo. Would you play hard tonight, uh, just picking out a few of those shorties? Because there are a number of shorties at both Albion Park and at Bendigo tonight. So do you get involved tonight, or you're happy just to sort of sit and watch? I know, Chris. It's uh, business as usual. Um, race one, number seven, major icon. He's just better than his opposition. He's already been back to hard into $1.35. He will just be winning. Um, yeah, I'll probably steer clear a few of the other shorties on the night, but uh, Frankie Ferocious trialled in super fashion as well. He is race 10, number three. I think he'll zip out and uh, hold or hand to Apollo Dreams, one or the other. But either way, I'm pretty confident he'll be winning as well. All right, so there's a couple tonight at Albion Park. Hey, Ryan, really appreciate the time. We'll uh, chat again next week. Cheers, Chris. There's Ryan Spice joining us. So uh, keen on a few there. Race 7, number 2, Bosch at Albion Park tomorrow night. And a couple of value plays there at Manangle tomorrow night. So race 1, number uh, 10, that's Firestorm Red, $21.440 the place right now at tab fixed price. And in the following race at Manangle tomorrow night, race 2, it's number 11, the Shallows, $18.390. So if you like some value, there's a few for tomorrow night in Sydney. Let's go to Albion Park. Edgar Patterson is about to join us now. Edgar, good morning. Good morning, Chris. How are we? How are we, everyone? Yeah, yeah very well, very well. Now, as far as the Inter-Dominion series is concerned, uh, it's not all that far away. December 1 through to December 16, that's the big finals night. So if you want to get all the latest information, it pays now to be uh, following, if you're on the social media platforms, The Creek. Yep, 100%. Um, just make sure you follow... You can search The Creek on Facebook, Instagram 
and Twitter, and we should pop up. Um, that's where you're going to need to to stay updated with all of the news going ahead because we're we've got a lot of uh, racing between here and now, and obviously we we've got all the content on Leap to Fame. We've got post and pre-race interviews, most uh, race nights, um, and some good behind-the-scenes footage as well. If you're just a racing fan, you know there's all these sort of different angles you can look at. So. Yeah, just make sure you give us a follow, and um, yeah, it's definitely the the place to be. And, and it pays to follow on the social media platforms too. Just as far as the the seating arrangements, if you're thinking about taking a group along to the uh, the, the creek during the Inter Dominion series, it'll be able to uh, point you in the right direction as far as all the seating requirements are concerned. Yep, that's all right. So yep, on the socials that'll get updated, and uh, I think the only way to get tickets so far is if you become a member. Um, with us at the creek, then you can get early access to the tickets, which um, haven't been released fully yet, but they will be in the coming weeks, that's for sure. Edgar, have you had much to do with the guy that's going to be the, the chief operating officer there in a few weeks' time, take over that was obviously a Kiwi. He was born in Dud Eden. What part of New Zealand were you born in? Uh, yeah, I'm from Christchurch, um, but, uh, yeah, I'm a bit of a cricket fan, so it's, it's definitely a... A cool signing, that's for sure. I, I think we'll be talking a bit about cricket, that's for sure, in the office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big race night coming up next Saturday night as well. Kibred Trier Nights. We had heats for the two-year-olds on Tuesday. Three-year-old heats are tonight. So it's going to be a big race night next Saturday night. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, obviously, the heats tonight and the finals next Saturday. I'm looking forward to uh, old mate Speak the Truth running around. He's just an exciting horse and he doesn't have to verse leap to fame, so <laughs> that's a relief. Yeah, absolutely. He does come up against Captain Shuffles, who struts his stuff tomorrow night. Speaking of tomorrow night, we've got 10 races. We start at 5.04. Have you got an early fancy? Yeah, look, I've, I've had a wee geese through, um, and I'm going to go again with Might as well um, in race number five. I just think she's a, a nice mare going forward, um, and you know, if she could cross the one... She'd be really hard to beat, I think, because she goes real good, especially with a nice sit. But if she was able to cross the one and get right on the fence, um, yeah, her last half was good last start, so I think she can be right there. All right, and she should strip fitter as well because that was her fresh up run last week. So race five, number two, might as well. We'll double down there. You steered us into a winner at Newcastle last week. There's Addington tonight, which is your home deck. Uh, where are we looking tonight? Um, race number four, major hot. Uh, it's a two-year-old, but yeah, dollar sixty. You're not really getting value like I tipped out last week. <laughs> but um, oh yeah, it's just a really nice trial winner. Um, looks ready to go, and uh, it's had a three-month spell. But Natalie Rasmussen in the in the sulky tonight. She was over here in the carnival, seen her at the creek. So she's uh, ready to rock and roll and get the uh, All Stars ready to go for Cup Week. All right, so we'll take the tip there tonight. Addington, race four, number seven, major hot, $1.60 currently with tab fixed prices. Hey, Edgar, appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside tonight. Beauty, mate. Yep, we'll see you. Edgar Patterson joining us from Albion Park. Of course, I was making reference there to Ken Rutherford, that news yesterday, Chris, that he'll be the chief operating officer. He played in a heap of test matches, a batsman. He worked with the Hawkesbury Racing Club, the Waikato Racing Club, some international experience. He worked with Tallytrack. Uh, for a period of time. So we'll have him on the air, of course, when he starts and settles in in a few weeks' time. Ken Rutherford. Darren Clayton's with us, Chris. Darren, good morning. Morning, Chris. 
Uh, is it just me or is there a stack of news about right now? We've got some great racing this weekend. Queensland interest, I should say, down in uh, Bendigo tonight with uh, Shannon Price rolling out a couple of her stars. Sure thing, Captain, Forceful, Makara's in the first race, the Queensland-owned Luxa Turner. But there's a heap of news out and about at the moment. Yeah, there certainly is. There seems to be quite a bit happening. And uh, yeah, you mentioned Shannon Price there. I believe a couple of hers are on the move. They've been sold to North America. They've sold plenty of horses over the years, uh, you know, just both locally and and to America that have had success. So two of the ones that they sold yesterday were both winners, actually, Midnight Somewhere and, and Press Statement. Um, they're, they're formally trained by Shannon and Scott, so... Um, but, yes, yeah, some moment somewhere, I believe, is on the move. Yeah, he's bound for North America. Many probably would have expected to see a nomination for the Inter-Dominion Series with his name on it, but that's not going to happen because he's going to be in a different country. So he's on the move. There's a few new horses arriving. There's a few retirements as well. So it looks like Majestic Simon, the, the former Trotter of the Year, he's been retired. I think he's definitely run his last race. Um, I think... Um, Star Galleria, who's a scratching tomorrow night, he's definitely run his last race. Kingmaker, it's uncertain what the future holds for him uh, following that news that Ricky Thurlow passed on yesterday. But, um, yeah, there's a, a few little odds and uh, loose ends about at the moment as far as news is concerned. So we'll, uh, we'll keep up to speed on that. Is there anything else to report? Um, just the Captain Ravishing, uh, just going back to him, what was the report there of of how they're attacking the race? If all's well, how what was their plan? I just missed that. Uh, fresh. Well, New South Wales have a new policy. If you haven't raced within 42 days, you must have had an official trial. So um, that might just be one to keep an eye on. Uh, that was a new rule introduced at the end of July. So uh, if they don't have an official trial down in Victoria, not just a, you know, a hit out in the race, well, uh, could be a little bit sticky for them. Mm, OK, so we'll follow that with interest there. Uh, so that big race coming through on uh, September 2, so it's not all that far away. Speaking of next week, uh, we've got the Singo race set to be run and won. I think that's going to be a fairly strong line-up, that run, as you would expect, because there's so many vying for that last opportunity to, to grab their spot for that uh, $2.1 million feature, so it should be a good line-up next week. Yeah, it should be, and there'll be plenty wanting to, um, you know, stake their claim, put their put their name up in the lights through that race. Interestingly, just the conditions of it doesn't necessarily mean the winner is the, is the horse that's chosen, so um, not only will, you know, horses be wanting to win it, at least put in a, a really solid performance to say Hey, Singo, look at me. I'm ready for the Eureka. So um, it makes it interesting. Wonderful to fly, likely headed there. Uh, Tim's a trooper. Depending how he goes uh, tomorrow night at Albion Park, he's a likely inclusion in there as well, as well as a, another, a number of other horses that will all be trying to force their way into that race because, um, you know, you'd, we don't have that type of money in a race that often. So, it, well, at all, we don't. So, um, yeah, they'll be trying to get their way in there, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got the big triad night coming up at Elbion Park next Saturday night, the big sire stakes race night, and there's going to be some uh, uh, deep talent on display there next week. Uh, Edgar mentioned Speak the Truth. He'll be going up against Captain Shuffles, Talk Like Motion, the Oaks winner. 
she'll be starting. But I think that's going to be a good race, that three-year-old uh, Qbread uh, try and final next week. Talk like motion. Cheerleader was back at the trials last week. Looked good. Jewel Melody is going to trial before the first race later this afternoon. So we'll be watching that closely. So that's going to be a good final. The two-year-old finals are going to be good. Everart trialled well on Wednesday for David Thorne, so she'll attack that race fresh next week. Uh, she's, of course, already a, a feature race winner up here taking the Breeders' Classic. So I think, uh, I think a lot of those finals next week are going to be very, very keenly contested. Yeah, they certainly are. There's some, some top quality there, and all those ones you mentioned all perform strongly through the Constellation. So... Um, cheerleader, she was good at the trials the other day um, from the front too, so that was that was good to see. So um, yeah, and the two-year-olds, Riley Rainbow, coming out of that same trial, so as cheerleader. So um, you know, it, it's going to be a really good night of racing. There's going to be um, you know the finals, the two and three-year-olds and four-year-olds, and then another a couple of other races uh, restricted to Qbread. So it's the all Q Stars night. So looking forward to that. All right. Speaking of the uh, the Qbread horses, we've got some heats tonight for the three-year-olds. Does anything stand out there tonight for you? Yeah, well, they're, um, I'm not a big fan of the, of the heat setup, so um, I guess the interesting point for the three-year-old fillies coming out of that is that, um, you know, there's the, quite a few of the horses trying to qualify haven't actually been over the the 2100 metre trip, same for the Colts and Geldings, so um, I guess they get a, a little bit of practice if they can make their way through, so the um, the Phillies races, the top uh, four from each heat will go through and the Colts and Geldings will be the same, so, uh, so um, you know, they, they get their opportunity to step out over the, the middle trip and, and see how they can go heading into the big group ones next week. Talk like motion, we see her go around tonight, but obviously she's already qualified for next week, so she tackles uh, an open age race, so she gets to warm up outside of that. So I think Hold On To Your Bling looks the one one to win the uh, race eight he's in tonight, which is the first of the Colts and Geldings, but... Uh, there's no, no luxury in the price there. He just looks to have a, a, a fair bit of class on his rivals. Yep, he certainly looks uh, the one to beat there. Uh, we saw for real live beat speak the truth in the trial earlier in the week. And Regazzo Dintilli, speaking of three-year-old Colts and Gildings, he's going to tackle Jewel Melody in that trial later today. So uh, a fair bit to watch over the next couple of days as far as uh, action is concerned. Let's focus on tomorrow night. We've got ten races. Good program. And that first race, that's a ripper tomorrow night. It's a it's a cracking race. Like that's um, you know I know the, a few of them are, are different ages, but it's it's I'm sort of looking at it and looking at like the four year old championship and some of those races out of the carnival. Well, um, they've all got form out of it and they've all performed really well. Um, you know, Elder Revelry, even a horse like him, he's drawn wide in gate six. He was super last week. Uh, just couldn't quite get to uh, it's Mr Clooney, but. Um, his last 800 was really strong. He was wide off the track. Classy Washington, um, you know, he, he's a top horse. And, of course, we see Tim's a trooper and Captain Shuffles. I've got Tim's a trooper on top in that race. We haven't seen him since that four-year-old championship that I referenced. Um, just didn't work out for him there. He drew the second line. The race was dictated in front with our ultimate Ronnie leading and can't find a better man just stalking him. And the, the last half just made it impossible for anything to make ground. And unfortunately, on that occasion, Tim's a trooper had the back line gate. The start prior, he darted through for a, uh, a sub-151 mile victory. 
which I guess you could probably say was the Sunshine Sprint uh, consolation, effectively, um, where he beat some open-class performers there. Gate 5 makes it really tricky tomorrow night, but I think, regardless of where he goes, he's versatile enough, and I think this horse is really going to step up into himself in the next season or two. He's been a a top second-tier horse behind Leap to Fame right through his career, but... He's a really quality horse in his own right and he can start to uh, get a little bit of recognition that sort of doesn't go his way at times. Captain Shuffles is obviously the main danger. Um, we saw him, he sort of bounced back out of the carnival with an easy win last time out. Um, I'm still a little bit worried about his 2100 um, credentials in a, in a strongly run race. Okay, so you're with Tim's a trooper in that first race. The other race that I wanted to focus on is the last race. This is the uh, the Trotters Mobile tomorrow night. We're over the middle distance trip, but uh, given that we've got the Trotters Inter Dominion Series coming up uh, in a couple of months' time, there's some real talent here. Global Flight, we know he's a, a proven feature race winner at Albion Park. He was very good in defeat behind a very exciting prospect. Can he take them all the way here tomorrow night? Uh, I'm hoping, Chris. That's I've, I've got him on top and think he can do it. And he is, in fact, uh, my best bet of the night tomorrow night. I think he can lead all the way. Just a, a little bit of concern, not not overly concerned about his mobile record, purely off the fact that he just hasn't been behind the mobile um, for a long time. So um, he'd sort of been building. I was keen on him in the DJA final, and he was he was in a, a perfect spot in that race and then just blew up going down the back the last time and threw his chances away. Um, you referenced that race behind Gus. Well, um, his own personal time out of that race was 158.8 thereabouts. Um, if he had have won the race and just nosed out Gus, unfortunately the nose margin went the other way, that would have been a new track record, would have broken the hour over and over track record that has stood since 2015 so um, unfortunately we didn't quite get there and because Gus was off the front line global flight was off 10 the adjusted time meant that uh, there was no track record either for Gus uh, there was an age and class record but no track record so uh, we had that there but I think global flight he can press through just needs to, to uh, I guess ensure how much pressure in the middle stages is applied because the race sort of opens up a bit. Sir Fahrenheit will be camped right on the back and they probably, uh, Narissa McMullen will probably want to keep Sir Fahrenheit until the passing lane, not let him get an opportunity to get out before the turn because that could just set it up for him to knock him off. But from what I've seen in global flight in the last probably four or five weeks, I think he takes them all the way. Okay, so you're keen on him. Race 10, number one, global flight. The dashboard, is that up and available as we speak? Yeah, it's up and about. Um, you had a, a, a chat with Ricky Thurlow yesterday. I've got, actually got him the driver to follow. I think he's got a couple of really good drives that I think the Grogfather can win. Seabreeze Solitary gave a good push for. Um, I'm really keen on Noble Trick. His sectionals of late have been super, just hasn't got any luck. And Max Shard, you can't discount him from a standing start in a in a small field. He loves that type of setup. Uh, we've got Tim's a Trooper. I think Miracle Moose. Um, will also be a, a threat in that standing start race. Best bet, early quaddies, quaddies, exotics. I think we can play a race one exotic um, with Tim's a Trooper and Captain Shuffle standing those two out. And uh, 
yeah, and a few other bits and pieces. It's all there, it's live, and it's there with the Racing Queensland or the Harness Racing Australia websites. Alright, um, someone told me yesterday after Ricky was on air, it was his birthday yesterday, so I haven't been able to check that, but if it was his birthday yesterday, many happy returns. Leonard Kane celebrates a birthday today as well, and he's got a, a big book of drives tonight. I think uh, what we've got 11 races, he's got nine drives, so birthday celebrations for Leonard Kane today as well. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's cashing in. Well, it would be nice to uh, get a, get a, a little winners. bit of birthday cash, you'd think. Mm, mm, absolutely. Uh, so that's uh, about it. So looking forward to tomorrow night, as I said, the first of 10 at 5.04, some really good races. The first race, the last race, that's a good race. What about uh, your old mate? Uh, I know you just heard a reference, Ricky Thurlow driving the Grogfather. You were keen on Big Skewy last week. You, you've hopped off tomorrow night? Well, yeah, I have. <laughs> big Skewy, he was big all right. He was uh, he was out there trucking all the way, sat outside the lead, and no lead, Big Skewy, until a lap to travel. And then, um, yeah, he was just fired right up. I'm sure he, after seeing that, I think he last week where he couldn't get across Blackjack Bard, I think he can get crossed from gate one today. But, again, that's probably another good race to play the exotics in, Chris. Race three tomorrow night, I think if you went... The Grogfather and Big Skewy. Um, if the Grogfather happens to to get parked by Big Skewy, well, I certainly think he can he can tough it out from there as well. So um, you work those two around. Have you checked in a Marmy who's likely to get locked away? Um, I think you work around those sort of two in terms of Big Skewy and um, the Grogfather, and then have you checked in a Marmy on that next line and um, some of the others there being um, revered and promising, I think we could go pretty close. All right. Well, that's a good race to play there, race number three. Darren, appreciate the time. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll touch base next week. Yeah, thanks, Chris. And just one other one, just uh, condolences to Ed Bailey. Uh, Ed's partner, Cheryl Gordon, passed away recently, and um, Ed's always done a, a great job with horses, probably a little bit unfashionably bred, but uh, he does a super job with those horses, horses like... Uh, uh, Proby One, Rose of Jeremy, um, just off the top of my head, those couple. Carindale Obladee. Yep, yep. Um, Sunshine Beach, who actually mm. um, is one of his stallions. So condolences to Ed. Um, like I say, he's done, he does a top job with his horses and they always look in tip-top order when he, when he steps them out. Not, not only his horses, him himself.